Hey everyone, College Station Communications Director Jay Sokol here. Most of the time with this podcast, you hear conversations with City Manager Kelly Templin. Honestly, I think we're all a bit tired of hearing Kelly Templin, right? Well, it's time to get some fresh sound and perspective in here. Somebody who's energetic, somebody who is credible. Now, we actually have a bunch of people like that, but the only one to answer his phone when I called was Gus Roman. He's in community services, and that was a rookie mistake on his part. I've known Gus for the better part of 12 years. We've worked together here and back at the city of Bryan. His background is in IT, but he has a very different role now, and you're going to hear about that. He oversees a couple of pretty high-profile assignments, Northgate and Code Enforcement. So I don't know who he offended to actually draw those responsibilities, but do not worry, he is on both of those, big time. You'll hear him drop words like clean and friendly and user experience a few times, which I found kind of interesting, especially when talking about Northgate. I think you'll find it interesting too. So here we go. First of all, give me your official title and then we're going to dive into what your responsibilities are. Okay, Uh, I'm the community services business manager, which basically I oversee code enforcement for the city and then I'm also over the Northgate district. And then I also help um, community service with other little projects and other little things that come up. Okay. Well, then let's let's take this in bite-sized chunks. Okay. Uh, you want to start with Northgate? You want to start with... Uh, yeah, we start with Northgate. Northgate. Yeah. What does your world look like and, and your responsibilities in Northgate? Well, Northgate, you know, we're over the Northgate district, which is uh, 150 acres. Not a lot of people know that. I, th- I thought it was a lot smaller than that. But we're over all the parking enforcement and all the parking assets that are over in Northgate. We've got five folks that are full-time over there, and then we've got three part-timers that work night shifts as well as during the days, where it's all about pedestrian safety, making the area look clean, having a special experience. You know, when somebody comes in Northgate, uh, even the, you know, the students, the permanent residents, and the visitors, that they have a good experience when they go down to Northgate, um, that, you know, everything is, is clean, that uh, it's nice for them that they don't have a whole lot of, of issues when they're down there you said clean and nice like twice already so i mean those are big <laughs> focuses, focuses right yeah that's that's the big focus i mean it's the customer experience i'm uh, coming into this job it was it was um you know as somebody coming into the city and going to north cape what is their experience going to be like and are they going to go down there and then all of a sudden not know where to park not know what yeah. they're supposed to do when they get down there where are they you know we re- we've replaced the wayfinding maps that are down there that were five years old, six years old. Right, and everything changes multiple times. Yeah, it's already changed. I mean, just in the two months since we put them up, there's already been one or two new places that have gone up. Uh, We've got the monument sign down there from the Convention and Visitors Bureau that went up. Um, It's to enhance the customer experience when they go down to Northgate. Yeah. I mean, how familiar were you with modern-day Northgate? I mean, did you I spend really much wasn't. time down there? No, or? even when I was in college, I mean, I graduated from A&M. I got my bachelor's and my master's from A&M. And probably during that time, I probably went down to Northgate less than four, four or five times, if that many. What's wrong with you? I, You know, it's, I was busy having a family and, and working and studying. And oh, yeah, actually, okay, yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good excuse. Um, but it was more of a, it's just amazing how it's changed. I mean, just in the last two, three years, yeah. the, the, the density, the high density that's going on down there, all the growth, everything is going vertical. I mean, there's it the, is. Yeah, real estate prices have gone through the roof, um, which is a good thing. I mean, it's, it's the, whole, the whole student living has changed. I mean, it used to be where they wanted the big sprawling complexes with the lazy rivers and the basketball courts and the volleyball courts and the big you know, resort-like pools. 
And now the focus is on, I want to be able to walk to campus. I want yeah. to ride my bike to campus. Yeah. And you can't get any closer than Northgate. I no. mean, you really cannot. And, and having the high density growth down there increases the traffic that we get down there. So there's a lot of other issues that have to come up with traffic safety and pedestrian safety. Uh, again, focusing in on, on the customer experience. You know, we want to make sure that when a student goes out of his apartment and goes to class that he's not going to get uh, run over or he's not going to, you know, not be able to see around a corner because somebody's parked where they shouldn't be Yeah, and uh, enhance that experience for him. So give me the uh, the state of the state uh, in terms of parking in Northgate. You, you're overseeing the uh, surface parking lot. Yeah, the and, surface and, parking and lot. And the parking garage the and parking the on-street parking. Yep. So... Mm-hmm. How how are things? How's the inventory? How's the um, you know? Is it intuitive to use? Is it overused? Is it underused? Um, talk to me about parking. Well, I mean, we've got the 720 space parking garage, okay. uh, which right now we're going through. It's about a two hundred and ten thousand um, dollar. They're doing moisture and thermal protection on the garage, restriping the entire thing. Mm-hmm. We put new signs up uh, all over the place, uh, trying to explain again, trying to enhance the customer experience when they go in there. Uh, I've worked the garage a couple of nights. I worked it on St. Patty's Day oh. or St. Patty's Night, and then also worked graduation night. How, how were those? It's an experience. It really is. It was very surprising. Uh, you'd be amazed at at the difference that that the night makes. Uh, it really is. Uh, <laughs> You're being kind, aren't you? I'm being yeah. I'm being diplomatic. Um, but to to be able to you know stand at the at the exit gate and have so many people come up to you in their cars and say, okay, can I pay now? It's like, no, you have to pay before. Well, I didn't see a sign. Well, there's a couple of signs in here, so it's great. We need to put more signs up here. Okay. So when people, you know, get their car, they know they have to take your ticket and have to pay before you exit the garage. And you're trying to solve those kinds of problems. And those are the little things that I'm trying to, to you know, trying to work with the staff, trying to make sure that, that it's understandable to them. Um, you know, at, at 2 o'clock in the morning when we're trying to empty the garage, you know, Northgate closes uh, for the most part around 2, 1 2 o'clock. Yeah. To have 250, 300 cars try to empty the garage in about 15, 20 minutes, it's like a well-orchestrated dance. I mean, that's what I told the Northgate staff. It's like, it's amazing what y'all do. Yeah. They put up barricades. They close certain entrances, certain exits. They put signs up in certain places. They stand in certain strategic spots. I'm like, this is amazing stuff to be able to empty this garage in 15, 20 minutes. And that really happens 15, it to does, 20 minutes? It does, yeah. Yeah, by 220, 225, the garage is, is, for the most part, empty. Wow. Um, everybody that came in to you know go have a good time at Northgate, they're out. Um, so it, it's it's amazing the stuff that they have in place already, but it's just enhancing it a little bit, you know, having new fresh set eyes come in on it. Okay. What other aspects are there that we don't see that that you deal with daily, weekly, that sort of thing? More than anything is keeping the place clean. I mean, we've got a new cleaning contract that we're trying to, that we just sent out for bid that I think closes actually today. Okay. What is uh, that? You hit on clean again. What does that uh, mean? That's, <laughs> that's making sure the trash cans are empty. Trash cans are empty, that the birds, the, you know, the little presents that they leave us all over Northgate on the, on the tree wells. So you have to what, benches. high pressure wash stuff? We have a company that comes in and pressure washes those, uh, take care of the compactor area. Yeah. Um, the trash cans, the litter all over the place. We sure. use community service workers. You know, you misbehave in Northgate. Uh, the judge will probably put you to community service in the Northgate area yeah. uh, to pick up trash. We pull weeds. It's the little details, the little things, you know. Uh, one of the first nights I worked in the parking garage, uh, one of the doors in the stairwells, the closer was busted. And every time somebody came out, it was this humongous boom that just echoed through the garage that that just doesn't you know right it's every time it, for the first couple of times it was like what was that what was that what was that it's like wait how much is it going to cost to just go ahead and replace that, that, that <laughs> they were closed there's little details like that painting the doors you know the restriping is, is a bigger project but right. uh having clean nice looking garage 
surface lot, we renumbered all or numbered them all, repainted them, restriped them all. As I said, we put up new signage for everybody to see. Um, so it, it's basically aesthetically pleasing. Try to get the yeah. garage as, as nice and the garage, the whole Northgate district, as nice as we can. Now, as you and I are talking, you guys are actually installing a, a new, what, pay system? Yes, for the surface lot. The system that we had in place is seven, six, seven years old, yeah. and it's uh, not very intuitive, again, going with the customer experience. And so we're getting new IPS pay-by-space meters, okay. and uh, those will allow people to actually, if they enter their email or their, or their phone number, it'll text them and say, hey, in... 15 minutes your spot is about to expire do you want to go ahead and buy with your phone go ahead and and uh add more time to it well there's probably an expectation that in this community exactly we already have that exactly and we should and we should and so hopefully today and during this week uh we're installing three new surface meters which are a lot more user-friendly um it's just going to again enhance the experience of the northgate patrons yeah Okay, so anything else we need to talk about before moving on? But regarding no, Northgate? I mean, there's as far as inventory for parking spaces, I actually went out and uh, counted spaces, measured spaces, and there's yeah. 1,174 spaces in the Northgate area, believe it or not, that are public. Uh, 1,174 public 1100, Yeah, we counted them all. That's a good uh, trivia question. It is. It actually is. Yeah, uh, you know, the seven, that includes the 720 in the parking garage. That includes the 120, give or take, in the surface lot. And then we've got 107 uh, on street on street metered parking. There's about 180 free spaces throughout Northgate. Then we have two hour. You know, th- there's different kinds of. There's probably about six or seven different types. But total that the city has for the uh, for for the patrons is 1174. I actually counted them one by one and mapped them. You know, me being the mapping guy that I am. Now Northgate is sort of expanding as we know it. Right, the Northgate we've always known has been somewhat contained mm-hmm. to a, a relatively small geographic area, but with all the development that's happening up around South College Avenue and even beyond towards Texas yep. Avenue, we're I mean, would you say that Northgate is expanding? It is. And it, a lot of it is going, it's going back towards Bryan, towards the city limits. Uh, yeah. It used to be, you know, the first block and a half. When I was in college, it was the first block and a half was when you say Northgate, that's what you thought about. Right. Uh, as far as Church Church Street. Uh-huh. Now there's development going on way behind there uh, that's uh, amazing. I mean, we're talking seven-story, mm-hmm. multi you know, uh, what, 120 beds in one place, 300 and something uh, beds, bedrooms in another one. Uh, so it's, it is growing. It's growing back, and, which is a good thing. I mean, that's kind of what we want. We want Northgate. You know, there's a lot of older homes back there right. that are being replaced by, by new student housing. Okay. Well, let's move on to code enforcement since mm-hmm. you said that's part of your world as well. Um, talk about that. You've got how many code officers, and uh, they, they cover different yeah, it's geographically city. based. We have uh, one code enforcement supervisor, and then we have four officers, and the supervisor also has an area. So there's five different areas in the city that, that the code enforcement officers take care of. All right. And um, they stay pretty busy. I mean, especially you know with all the rain we've been having, a lot of it is high grass, uh, junk vehicles, trash. There's the high frequent... Um, complaints that we get from the from the, or issues that we get from the citizens now we used to have a system where we had code enforcement officers driving around looking for problems then we switched a few years ago to more of a, oh, a technology our, our c-click fix where people uh-huh. would would report problems and then we would respond specifically to those problems is that where we still are or have we kind of shifted again it's kind of a hybrid of both i mean uh we do uh we are 
reactive. Somebody complains and says, you know, there's a junk vehicle on a certain street. We'll go out, and then while they're out and driving about, if they see something, that they do the proactive part as well. Okay. Where they'll, uh, you know, if they see, for example, I had a call from a lady this morning. Uh, one of the code officers went out to look at some junk vehicles in the street, and while she was out there, she noticed that there was a trailer parked in the in the driveway or in the driveway in the street yeah. uh, at another house. She said, hey, hang, hung, a, hung a tag for this lady. So it's, it's a little mix of both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we try to get to the, um, the ones that the citizens call in as quick as we can. Right. Uh, you know, try to be as reactive as possible. But we also have some proactive that goes on out there. What are some of the, uh, the issues that seem to be the most prevalent that you guys deal with? And, and these may be the same that they've been for years or decades. I have no yeah. idea. But what are the, the big three, the big five, the... The big, biggest one's probably high grass. We had a lot of, uh, you know, high grass complaints, especially with all the rain we've had. Although that's kind of calmed down a little bit uh, okay. for a little bit when we had the two months of, you know, solid rain, which we dearly miss now. Um, it was hard for people to actually mow their lawns because uh, it was just so squishy. Yeah, that's uh, right. And so there was a lot of, you know, we said we're, we're trying to get out there and we're trying, you know, we post things out there for the for the citizens to go out and mow their properties, but they just can't get to it right now. I yeah. mean, it just hasn't stopped raining. Uh, junk vehicles is quite a, is a very popular one. Um, we also have uh, when they put out their garbage containers, uh, yeah, they don't take them back in. That's a big one. That's a big one, uh, and um, that's mostly for the most part. I think those are the big three. Okay. Um, and and you repeat it semester after semester after semester mm-hmm. because it's very we keep cyclical s- cycling people through everything. In yeah, it's a, an education process. We're working or trying to work real closely with A and M and trying yeah. to make sure that we put you know when the new students come in, hey, here are the rules uh, for for College Station. You know, be good neighbors. Basically, yeah. we're pushing that message yeah. quite a bit. No, and, no doubt. Um, and it's it's very cyclical. I mean, Northgate is the exact same way. It's very cyclical. Uh, we it all revolves around uh, football season and around the the students. You know, we. We try to get all of our projects done during the summer, like the thermal protection we're going to get done hopefully by August 15th. Uh, we do the restriping during the summer when it's not as busy as right. it usually is. Although nowadays, there's so much going on in the summer at A&M and in the city, and we've got the, the Games of Texas going on right, right now. And so it, it really doesn't slow down a whole No, the lot. city doesn't empty out like no, it No, it does to. not. It used to. I mean, it used to be... You'd hear crickets, and you go to Northgate, there'd be three people there. Now yeah. there's a lot more folks that, that actually go to Northgate. That's right. Okay, so now I'm going to back up and, and talk about your professional background mm-hmm. because I first became aware of you, I guess, when you were working in information technology here at the City of College Station. Uh, yeah, I was GIS coordinator here in College Station uh, many, many moons ago. About what years was that? Oh, boy, that was in, uh, let's see, I started with the city in 93. 94 as uh, energy auditor of all things okay and then i got the jazz coordinator gig did that for four years and then got hired over to the city of Bryan. i think that's where we first met that's right so so i had gotten out of radio i'm over at city of Bryan. Uh-huh. you come in as the gis coordinator uh-huh. you had already years before created the gis uh, program here at college station yeah revamped it go to the city of Bryan and you whip up gis over there and it was fantastic yep and you and I had a lot of fun over there doing different things. Where'd you go after City of Bryan? Well, you, you went from GIS to yeah, did, IT director. Yeah, I did GIS for about a year and a half and uh-huh. then uh, got promoted to IT director. And okay. then did that for about nine years, I okay. think, in, in Bryan. Right. And then I went to the city of San Marcos for a year, a year okay. and a half, and actually retired from the city of San Marcos. Did believe you? it or not. Yep. Yeah, retired, took my uh, 20 years, and I'm officially a retired 
an employee of the city of San Marcos, of all things. That explains the gray hair. Yeah, yeah, it does. I had a lack of it. Um, and uh, But then I you know, came back home. I wanted to come back home, and City College Station is, is for us, is home. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been here 35 years, went to high school here, got both degrees from A&M here. Uh, you know, my parents are here, my brother, my sister. Uh, so this is home for us. And so being able to come back and then uh, it's a career change. I mean, that it is. I'm not so much in technology anymore. I was going to say, that's it's a big difference going from GIS and, and the world of IT to community services where you're keeping yeah. Northgate clean and you're making sure <laughs> the codes are that enforced. People will mow their lawns. What has that transition been like? It, to me, it's always been a focus on customer service. I mean, when we did the GIS in, here in College Station, that was one of the first things that we looked at. Same thing in Bryan. What is the experience for the end user? Yeah. Uh, whether it be being able to pull up a map, which now with Google Maps, everybody's, you know, they're used to it. Back then, it was such a new thing when you were able to pop up aerial pictures of their home, people right. just freaked out. Now it's just a common occurrence. I mean, you can do it on your phone if you want to. Um, but it, to me, it's always been about the customer service side of things. It's not, you know, about what what the product that we're delivering, it's how it's being delivered. And, you know, if it's code enforcement, if it's uh, the experience at Northgate, if it's being able to park, uh, you know, how's that work for them? Yeah. So to me, kind of leaving the world of technology and kind of going, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, It's all about the customer experience to me. How old are your kids now? Um, I've got one, two at A&M. I've got a uh, 20-year-old, an 18-year-old, and then a 17-year-old that's going to be graduating this coming year from College Station High School. And uh, he or she? Uh, All three boys. All three boys. So where's the youngest boy want to go to school? Uh, Probably A&M. I mean, that's pretty much, we're pretty much A&M. So you realize you're keeping Northgate clean (laughs) for your kids. Exactly. Yeah, it it is funny. When when I told my wife about the job, she goes, so, you know, now you have kids at A&M. You had to get a job to make sure that they behaved when they were at Northgate. I said, yeah, well, you know, yeah. It's kind of that funny angle to it. And they know, they know, and all their friends know that that's, you know, that sometimes I work at the garage and, and community service workers that we see come through. Uh, when they misbehave over in, in you know certain areas of town, they're going to end up coming through us. Are your kids going to tell their friends, yeah, my dad hangs out in Northgate at night? <laughs> yeah, probably so. I wouldn't doubt it one bit. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it one bit. So do you see uh, how the next uh, you know three to five years are going for you in terms of Northgate, in terms of um, code enforcement? The city's growing. Things are changing. New developments. How are things, uh, do you think, how are those going to change for you and your staff at all or or? No. Well, they're going to change. I mean, uh, it, it's uh, like with code enforcement where, you know, there's certain ordinances that are kind of in gray area that we're trying to um, tighten up. You know, what is, for example, uh, parking in the grass? What does that mean? Does mm-hmm. that mean one wheel? Does that mean two wheels? Does that mean half the car, three quarters of the car, or the entire vehicle? Yeah. It's not clear in the ordinance. So we're going through and actually looking at a lot of our ordinances, trying to tighten them up a little bit. To remove that, we're never going to remove the entire all the the gray area, but at least try to make it a little bit more cut and dry. Yeah. So it's um, as uh, it's the same across all five code officers. You know, if we have one code officer that high grass to him means you know more than half the property is over twelve inches, and the other one says, well, you know, if there's a big clump of grass, then that's high grass. No, we need to be steady. We need to be equal. Uh, it doesn't matter who the officer is. The the, the rules should be in should be implemented the same for all. Makes sense to me. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's all, again, all about the customer and, 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 you know, the citizen and what they see and and their experience with the city and to try to make it as, as pleasant as possible. Muchas gracias, Gustavo. De nada. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Gus Roman, community services business manager for your city of College Station. Now, when Gus isn't 
power washing bird poop in Northgate or whatever he does, you can find him by email at gromanman at cstx.gov. I'm Jay Sokol. Thanks for listening.